May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. For as your bulletin says, I am the Reverend Joe Gibbs. We just had such a good Thanksgiving, I put on 20 pounds and lost my hair. Just kidding. How was all of your Thanksgivings? Had a good one? I was thankful to be able to go to Texas with my family and just celebrate the Thanksgiving season with a lot of food, a lot of football, and family. It was, it was a great time for all of us. And as the season has it, a lot of us are, have either probably put up our Christmas decorations already, or you have, you have plans in the coming week to do that, or you may be done with all that nonsense and say, we're just going to celebrate the season. But no matter where you find yourself, today is the beginning of the Advent season. And as we begin Advent, I had a great little story illustration to open the sermon with that would just really open the scriptures to us. And then my day with my family happened yesterday, which I actually thought was better than what I had been planning on. So I wanted to share my family's day, specifically three stories with you that we had yesterday, as there was both preparation in the anticipation of Advent finally being here and Christmas coming. And we also had a lot of laughs, some tradition, and some tears and emotion all wrapped up in one day. As most of us have or probably will, we went to the garage, we pulled out all of the boxes of ornaments and Christmas decorations, and Ashley and I, as we got married, we began a tradition in our family of right after Thanksgiving, we do the decorate the outside, put up the tree, all of that fun stuff. We put on some Christmas music and some hymns uh, going out playing together, and we drink some eggnog and some hot chocolate, and we just have a great time as a family doing the Christmas thing, getting ready for the preparation of that. And so as we opened those boxes, I remembered how as Ashley and I were getting married, our families did the decorating for Christmas a little bit differently than one another. My mom and my grandmother seemed to be the only ones in my family that were meticulous, an eye for detail about decoration. And Ashley's family, they did it up. They had a collection of 2,000 nutcrackers, two of them being six feet tall, that would welcome you into the nutcracker wonderland. Just beautiful, beautiful stuff. So we had to learn a middle ground in how we decorate when it is that time of year as we began new family traditions. As we got into the boxes of our treasured ornaments, some not so pretty and other ones that are just the family heirlooms and gifts from people that we have held on to for a long time, you, 
you have that like we're opening a gift. They're all wrapped very carefully so they won't break. And as we get into them, uh, it's like opening a Christmas gift all this time before Christmas. And each one has a story behind it. And there's one I wanted to share with you, a little show and tell, that as I opened up, this was a gift from my mentor, the Reverend Ken Azel. And I thought it was a great illustration for some of the scripture we have today. It is an ornament from Jerusalem that he picked up on pilgrimage there that is made of clay by the hand of a local artist, and his name is imprinted on the back. This will have a lot to say to us as we dive into the scripture. Then two more short stories to set us up for what the word God has for us today. It is a little hard as yet it wasn't the Partridge family scene in our family as we decorated yesterday. It was more like a scene of this is us. And <laughs> what I mean by that is we have a three-year-old who is really rough with his hands and doesn't like to be very delicate at this stage of his life. And as we were having fun unpacking all of those ornaments and just remembering the nostalgia of where they had all come from, he picked up a snow globe that weighs about five pounds. And so we told him the story of that snow globe was given to us while in anticipation of you coming in January of the year 2014. And it says expecting first child. So it's very near and dear to us. And he looked at it and you could tell it meant a lot to him. And then I guess he, like his daddy, likes football. He started doing what looked like a little shimmy a little touchdown dance, and then he went to spike the snow globe. <laughs> Luckily, Ashley was right there, and in her hindsight, she caught it as his hand was coming down. So it did not break, but it led to a teaching moment of <laughs> when it's time to celebrate and what things in this life can break. And then a final story, one that brought tears to us, but good tears, is there is a, one of the ornaments we unwrapped. I looked at it, and it looks like it's several years old, just made of plastic, something you might buy at the dollar store. And I actually kind of cracked a joke of, we can leave that one in here. It's not the prettiest of ornaments. And Ashley told me, well, my grandmother that had passed made that ornament, and that's why we hang this one up every time, and it is never, <laughs> it is never going to stay in the box. In our hearts, as I was thankful to get to know Ashley's grandmother for a couple years, and then she passed a few years after we had been married, our hearts broke as well as just remembered her life in the season that we are entering. And as we begin this holy season of Advent through across the spectrum of life, the prophet Isaiah gives us an actual beautiful picture in the scripture we have today of who God is and who we are. Isaiah speaks directly to God and says, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. You are the potter. We are the clay and the work 
of the artist. We are your handiwork. We begin the season of Advent being reminded by Isaiah that each of us is created by God. Every single one of us, including the people that we might not care for. The people that might not care for us and the people we do not trust. Isaiah tells us we are all made in the image of the Father, created by God. We are lovingly created by God, God being the potter and we being the clay, shaped by God's grace and put on earth for God's loving purpose. We are precious in his sight. But here's the thing. Pottery sometimes gets broken. Isaiah tells us that we get broken too. Isaiah vividly describes some of the ways in which we are broken. We heard from the reading, our hearts grow hard and we wander from God. We heard that we are sinful and we heard that we have guilt because of our sinful behavior. We have become unclean people and we are unclean like a filthy cloth, Isaiah tells us. And then it tells us we are God's pottery, but yes, we indeed experience brokenness. And because of our brokenness, Isaiah prays that God will come to us and heal us and make us whole. From his innermost depths, you can hear it as he prays, Isaiah prays, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. This is the reason of Advent. And it's a time where we realize our brokenness. And we realize with all of our strength that we can muster, there are some things on our own that we just cannot fix. And our heart's cry becomes the same as Isaiah's. Rip open the heavens, Jesus, and come down. Only the one that makes us can remake us. And only that one makes us whole. The Apostle Paul tells us that God makes us whole by sending Jesus Christ to dwell among us. God healed the human family by taking on the flesh and being born as a babe into Bethlehem, what we begin to prepare for here in the season of Advent. The healing began long ago, but that healing is not yet complete, and it still is just as important to all the little communities that we call home here in Mandarin, Julington Creek, and beyond. The gift of Advent healing can only begin if you and I recognize our brokenness and our very need for a Savior. As we begin yet another journey into Advent, either being your first time or your 100th time, however you plan on using the time as in your disciplines of Advent, if you've picked up a month calendar or scripture readings, or if you pray by yourself or with a small group, think about doing this as well in anticipation of the arrival of the Christ child. Maybe ask yourself, what in your life is broken? 
What in your heart is broken? What of your relationships are broken? In your daily actions, your behaviors, what is and are broken? In your spiritual life, in your emotional life, what is broken? That is a journey inwards, and you can dare to journey outwards looking at your community and the larger world. Where is brokenness around me? Where is there anger, fear? Where is there political unrest, economic turmoil, and suffering? Where is the brokenness? There is so much brokenness all within us and around us. But with the largest in all caps, B-U-T, that is why we have Advent. It's why we have Christmas. It's why we have Lent and especially why we have Easter. We Christians know that our personal and communal healing, our very own salvation, happens through the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if we know that we need him, then we understand what Advent is actually all about. Watching for Christ's presence in the here and now watching for the signs of his action in this world and within us, and watching for the fruit of his love. Jesus himself tells us in Mark's gospel that Joe read for us today, keep awake, watch, and pay attention, for I am coming. Oh yes, there is much to do between now and Christmas. So many holiday parties, shopping, cooking, wrapping the presents, decorating, paying off the credit card, finishing our ties and pledges, and fill in the blank with whatever else you have on your to-do list. But don't let the busyness become an excuse to avoid the truth of Advent, the gospel truth, that something in us and our world is indeed broken. And healing will only occur when we experience more deeply the passionate love of Jesus and help others to do the same. Jesus said, watch and keep awake. Be ready. In the days of Advent ahead, remember, on the cross, Jesus was broken. But he did not stay that way. By the power of God's grace and love, Christ's brokenness was made whole. And that same divine love is the same thing that makes us whole. Remember, God is the potter and we are the clay. And the God that made you knows just what you need this Advent. And as he made us, his name is forged upon us as we are marked through baptism as his own forever. Talk about an incredible gift. The only question is, are you ready to receive it? Amen.